What is up, everybody? I am Ant, and I'm joined by my longtime friend and co-host. Introduce yourself, my friend. Carlos Caribbean Cool. Keeping things cool in the Caribbean. Cool side. Yes, sir. Uh, and we are the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast, and we are here covering WWE Friday Night SmackDown from September 9th, 2022, live in Seattle, Washington. And uh, this is a pretty decent SmackDown. A lot of, you know, not, not a lot of crazy stuff happening. We saw an introduction of a new member of To the Bloodline, but we'll get more on that later. The show starts out with a very important six man tag match. The brawling brutes taking on Imperium and this yeah, match. Honestly, honestly, that match just came out of nowhere. I was not expecting that. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be um I don't even think they even mentioned that the match was gonna take place, but I was like I was excited to see it happen. Here are some quick notes from the match. Gianni Vinci nails a springboard crossbody to Ridge Holland. Gunther nails a huge chop to Butch. Uh Butch then nails a German suplex and a stomp to um, Gianni Vinci's fingers. Gunther then applies a Boston Crab to Butch, who then um, Gunther then applies an STF. Sheamus gets tagged and ends up taking control and nails 25 blows to Ludwig Ludwig Kaiser's chest, which, I mean, a blow, one blow by Sheamus is bad, but 25. Um, Sheamus nails a white noise to Vinci onto Kaiser, and the crowd just is popping hard for Sheamus. They are really becoming bigger fans of him than they already are. Sheamus goes for a bro kick to Vinci and he has a big slam to Kaiser. However, Vinci hits um, Butch with a brain buster. And then Imperium land a combo top rope uppercut to Butch to get the win. And Imperium and Gunther have the advantage over the brawling brutes. What did you think about this six-man tag match? It was a brutal brawl. But uh, what do you think? It was a great match. Like I said, I wasn't expecting it to happen so quickly. Um, one thing I want to I want to point out though, I love how they're giving Butch slowly back like his like wrestling like like giving back his like P Dunn character slowly. Like I feel like slowly he's gonna eventually like give back his name and stuff. But like yeah, like how they like give they give him his slinger back. It feels like I feel like his like moveset's going back to like NXT style. You know. Yeah. Yeah, like in wrestling, like you know, the first couple months he was he was on main roster, they had him in like a button down t shirt and like 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 pants and stuff. Like now they have him in like his like original gear, you know. Yeah, so all they all they need to do now is just give his name back and stand his theme song. He's good. But the thing, like <laughs> this is off topic, but like the thing with name changes is like so basically what they do is um they add they they WWE wants the rights for the name, but like but you gotta either you say yes or no because like if the, if WWE owns the name. That means like you can't if you if you ever get released or like go somewhere else you can't use the name somewhere else because it's, it's the property of WWE. But yeah. if you if you keep your the, the your name then you can use it somewhere else if you did. But they have but WWE would have to change it then. But yeah, that, that's like but it was a good match. That was kind of off topic, but yeah. Dude, I feel you though. It was a great match. I thought there was a lot of uh, good elements there, a lot of brawling, and uh, that's just what all the fans of WWE want to see: the brawling brutes in action. They want to see. Um, Imperium, and I was glad to see it again. Sheamus is sort of getting that rocket to the moon right now, and uh, yeah, that's all we can really say. Uh, moving on, we see a moment where WWE honors Queen Elizabeth II, who recently passed away. Uh, Tyler and I did a whole conversation about that and that our a- attitude years. 
I'm glad that they did that because like they just did it. They just they just did the show in the UK. You know, of course they're gonna probably like say something. But yeah. They, we have they have UK fans too. They probably appreciated that. God save the queen. Okay. Oh, did did you did you guys hear about the apparently like when when so this happened today? This is way off topic, but uh, uh, one of the soldiers like like collapsed when they were bringing the queen out to the like the the casket. Oh wow! I one of the I... soldiers that one of the soldiers that was that was that was holding the cas- ca- casket collapsed. Mm. So, yeah, I, I just saw that story ran like oh, a few minutes ago. I was like, oh shit. Okay, well that that that's. Uh... <laughs> Uh, the poor guy. I hope he's okay. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's kind of like embarrassing. Not embarrassing, but like, damn. Carlos is laughing at the poor guy who barely can stand. Um, <laughs> the bloodline come out with Sami Zayn. That's the Usos and Sami Zayn. And Sami Zayn says the bloodline is in your city tonight. And the Usos introduce the newest member of the bloodline, their younger brother Solo Sokoa. And Solo says, you come for my family. I come for you. Solo Sokoa is here to stay. The bloodline just got bigger and stronger. You the twos, we the ones. And before they can leave, Drew McIntyre runs out with a steel chair. And he nails Solo with it. And before he goes to hit him in the back with it, Sami Zayn takes the shot. Sami Zayn keeps getting shot after shot for the bloodline. Uh, Sami's such a good friend. Yep, Drew then challenges Solo to a match later on tonight, and Solo accepts. So what do you think about uh, Solo being added? I'm happy about that. And then what do you think about uh, Sami Zayn continuing to take the shots for the bloodline? Yeah, no, I mean, Sami's honorary, so of course he's going to do that. Um, and now, I, knew, I think we all knew eventually Solo's going to join them. Like, now, like, um, something happened this week that kind of got me confused, but Oh, we'll talk about it another time, but but you yeah, know it's gonna be. I'm excited to see what they do with him on the main roster. I'm excited too. This is gonna be um an interesting uh situation now that all the members are you know together and uh, Sami Zayn. I think eventually he's gonna get you know something's gonna happen. But up next we have the WWE Women's Tag Team Titles on the line. The champions Aaliyah and Raquel Rodriguez defending against Toxic Attraction from NXT. The, oh, the titles were on the line? Uh, or no, maybe they weren't. Just, no, they match. weren't. It was just a regular match, but still, you know, they're the champions. Anyways, Raquel press slams Aaliyah onto JC Jane, and then Aaliyah nails a springboard Dez press. Raquel nails a fallaway slam to JC, and then a corkscrew elbow to Gigi Dolan, and then Raquel lands a Tijana bomb to JC to get the win for their team. These mm-hmm. two are going to go on to Raw to take on damage control but what did you think about this match i mean Aaliyah and raquel are a good team they are the first women's tag champions back after the tiles you know were vacated earlier this year so uh, what do you think i mean uh, they're they're okay i don't i'm not really feeling them as a tag team i would prefer dakota kai and, and eo sky right now but i mean i know i mean they're 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 working together i guess they're they're becoming more of a team but eh, i don't know I like, uh, I feel like Aaliyah has, you know, improved a lot, but Raquel is always my favorite. Yeah, no, Aaliyah's definitely improved. That's one thing. And Raquel's, yeah, she's just, she's just that bad bitch. But, but anyway, cool. I feel like Toxic Attraction should have won, though. Because I feel like they're doing them so bad on the main roster. Like, why are they just having them lose every freaking match? I mean, they, they did win something, but they just got, they just couldn't do it because like they got injured. But 
But still, I don't know. I feel like they're they're worth more. I feel you. All right. Well, speaking of worth more, this match is for the number one contendership for the SmackDown Women's title. It is a five way elimination match. The competitors match just just pissed me off. Yeah, we have the competitors are Zia Lee, Sonya Deville, Natalia, Lacey Evans, and Ronda Rousey, and all five women are going to compete in the match. The SmackDown Women's Champion Liv Morgan watches on from the skybox. Here are some. Drinking a drinking alcoholic drink, I think. Mm-hmm. Having a good time. Uh, all the women fight equally. Rousey tosses Sony Deville into the railing, and then Rousey locks Natalia in an armbar, and Natalia quickly taps. Natalia is eliminated from the match. Sony Deville and Ronda apply submissions to both Zia Lee and Lacey Evans, and both Zia and Evans tap out. R- Ronda then hits Sony Deville. With a chokehold, but Ron, or I'm sorry, yeah, so, Sony Deville applies chokehold, but Ron descends Sony into the railing. Ronda nails a quick Piper's pit and applies an ankle lock, and Sonya taps out. And Ronda Rousey is your number one contender again for the SmackDown Women's Title, and that match will take place at Extreme Rules on October eighth, twenty twenty two, live in Philadelphia. So, what do you think? Are you happy that Ronda is the new number one contender? I didn't really care for this match. Um, I mean, I honestly, honestly, I didn't, I didn't realize this was an elimination match. I thought it was like just like, like whoever wins, it wins. But like, I was once Ronda pinned like the first person. I'm like, oh come on, she already won. But then like, I'm like, oh shit, it's just oh somebody's been eliminated. I was, I was like lost for a second. I didn't, I didn't realize it was an elimination match. But yeah, no, I think we all know this is gonna happen. Yeah. I just hope, hope the match goes better this time. Because the last time, the last time it was so, it wasn't Liz's fault. I last just feel time. like, not to cut you off, I feel like this whole entire Ronda Rousey thing is stupid. Like, for a month, she's labeled she, as getting in trouble, and now she's back in the title picture. Like, what was the point of that? She should have just had a rematch at Clash of the Castle. She she just, she just doesn't want to be there, honestly. I sent her home. Yeah. Well... The Usos are backstage and they're hyping up Solo and Sammy, you know, is, you know, telling him that he's got his back. And uh, Solo says, I appreciate the help out there, Sammy. And Sammy says, we are all looking out for you. And pretty much all the Bloodline members will be at ringside for Solo's match against Drew later on. Uh, we then see Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey backstage. And Shayna wishes Ronda good luck in her match. And Ronda says, you know. Let me know when you're ready to break bones again. So I have a feeling like Ronda and Sony are going to team up eventually. Uh, yeah, I just I don't I don't know what they're doing with Ronda right now. I said Ronda and Sonya. Oh, I'm sorry, Ronda and Shayna. I'm sorry, Ronda, Ronda and Shayna Baszler. Sorry, uh, it makes sense because they are a part of the four horsewomen of, of MMA, but. I just feel like I I just don't understand. Again, I said this earlier. Why are you going to have Ronda be in the title, be the champion, lose the rematch, not compete for it again, and then become number one contender again? What is there to do? She lost because she was suspended. Yeah, but didn't she lose that? Um, Oh, she won. She won a number. I mean, I'm I, I'm not for it, but she did win a number one contenders fatal five way match. Okay, but listen, listen, pause. Liv beat her at Money in the Bank. Then they had a rematch at SummerSlam, and Liv beat her. 
right? Under a technicality. What was the technicality? Liv tapped out before the referee counted three. With oh, the referee. that happened there. I thought that happened on... Um, I thought that happened at Money in the Bank. And it happened at... No, the first time at Money in the Bank, Liv, Ronda wasn't 100%. The second time, it was, it had, none of the matches been fair. The, the first time she wasn't 100%. The second time, that whole technicality happened with Liv tapping out and Ronda like being for three. Now the, I just don't think Ronda brings anything. I think she's boring yeah. to watch. I'm just trying to like 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 bounce off you kind of or like give an explanation. I don't know. But what do you think though? Do you think she's a worthy? Because like, I honestly don't think she's a worthy contender. I think. I feel like, I feel like Charlotte Flair should be back already and I want to see Charlotte versus Liv, honestly. I, I don't know why I'm saying that, but I want to see Charlotte versus Liv. The I only know. way this match could make sense is if they make it a submission match or if they make it like an Iron Woman, like something where it's like there has to be a final decision. Oh, it doesn't really have a submission, though. What's her submission going to like make, some, make something up? Well, because the thing is that Liv tapped out. And so it's like, you know, what are they going to... I mean, that Liv has to prove that she won't tap out again. And if, you know, that's that's the whole thing with Ronda. I mean, are they going to have another match? And what's going to happen? Ronda's going to get the pinfall and Liv's going to tap. There has to be a match where it's just submissions. You lose by tapping out. So uh-huh. that way they can say, listen, you didn't pin me while I was tapping out. Or, you know, they can just say, all right, you know what? It is extreme rules, so they might add, you know, I don't know. I just feel like they need to have a definite ending between these two. But speaking of that, we have our next match, the Maximum Male Models and Los Lotharios with Max and Maxine Dupree taking on Hit Row and the Street Profits with B-Fab. And this is a fun match to watch. Massey nails a sidekick to Adonis. The Lotharios attack Adonis. And then Umberto Carrillo dies and accidentally nails Angel Garza. Dawkins dies onto everyone outside. Top Dollar goes to dive, but Maxine gets on the apron. However, BFAP pulls her down and uh, Hit Row nail a heavy hitter to Mansois, and they get a three. And Hit Row and Street Profits get the win. So, what do you think about that uh, fun eight man tag match? What do you think? The right team won. Um, isn't he Top Dollar and and uh and uh, what's her name B-Fab together? I didn't know. Are they? I think so. Yeah, I think they're a couple on it because I I I I see like they 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 post like a lot of things together, like videos and stuff. I think they're breaking news from Carlos Caribbean Cool. Uh, do you feel like any of these teams uh can be unified tag team champions? The Street Profits already had a million chances. Um, Los Ethereos, I don't know. And the Hit Row, they need some time a little bit to build up because they just came back. Okay. And the other team, what their team is, the fashion people, whatever. Uh, Maximum man. male models. I don't know. No, nothing. <laughs> no, uh, big, big zero for them. Okay. All right. Well, not big zero, but like I mean, like LA Knight is whole, a totally different person. Like, that's that. He, he's like, he's, he's money. He's money right there. Massive. But like, thing right there. I like LA Knight, but I feel like they they might be bringing him back because there was like a backstage segment where like he said he like he walked off on them or something. Mm. And it was happening. I don't know if you saw it. I would like to see him back in his regular gimmick. Uh, so we then see Alpha Academy come out and they basically trash Braun Strowman. Chad Gable says Otis would have left Braun laying had he seen him coming. 
And then cue Braun Strowman to come out. And Braun just basically destroys the Alpha Academy and he power bombs Otis. What do you think about Braun Strowman coming out and attacking Otis again? I mean, what's going on here? I guess, I mean, I don't know why Braun's just doing whatever he wants at this point. Do you think he's after Otis or do you think he's just after everybody and Otis and uh, chattering away? He did say everybody. I mean, they, they brought up his name. What's he going to do? He's not going to stay back there and take it. You know, come out and like, you know. Let me look up here really quick um, before we talk about our main event. I just want to see, uh, make see really quick here. Give me one moment, bro. So, all in all, this was a pretty decent SmackDown before we talk about the main event. Um, some moments were good. Some moments were kind of lackluster. But let me see here. I want to check to see if there's been any. Uh... Okay, we find out next week here are the matches and everything happening from this week, next week, sorry, on SmackDown. We have the New Day taking on Los Letharios, the Street Profits, and Alpha Academy in a fatal four-way match to determine the number one contenders for the Undisputed WWE Tag Team titles. And this match was ruined by Braun Strowman last week, so they're going to have their uh, final rematch. All right, now we are at our main event. We have Solo Sokoa with the Unified Tag Team Champions, the Undisputed Tag Team Champions, the Usos, and Sami Zayn taking on Drew McIntyre. And this is Solo Sokoa's main roster debut. Here are some quick notes from this match. Drew nails a clothesline, a future shock DDT, but the Usos pull out Solo Sokoa before any more can happen to him. Solo nails a belly-to-belly and then uh, a running hip attack in the corner. Drew is able to go for a Claymore to uh, Sami Zayn, but Solo Sokoa nails a super kick and gets a two count. The Usos then attack Drew McIntyre outside until the Street Profits make the save. Montez Ford flies onto the Usos and Sami Zayn, and then the end comes after uh, Drew McIntyre nails a Claymore to Solo Sokoa outside of the ring. However, as uh, Drew grows back into the ring, Karrion Cross shows up from behind and applies a straight jacket choke to Drew, and Drew McIntyre fades. The screen turns to black and white while Cross has the attack and the hold applied on Drew McIntyre. And Drew, like, Karrion Cross has your number, man. What do you think of the match, Solo's debut, and then Karrion Cross getting involved in the end? Match was alright. I just, I just wish it never ended. It didn't end in like a DQ finish like that, or something. but, um, me or was it a countout? Right? It was just there was no finish because before the match could even finish, uh, Karrion Cross had attacked Drew McIntyre. Okay, you know, I, I, I hope they have like maybe a rematch or something. That I, I feel like that's like bad for support. It's like, um, record right now. Like since he's just debuting, he already lost. He already like. It was a DQ finish. I kind of found that a little like, eh. But, you know, I feel like they're definitely like building Carrying Cross versus Drew McIntyre Extreme Rules, for sure. Yeah. He, apparently, yeah. Roman won't be back to Survivor Series. Well, until then, we are going to see. I think you're right. We are going to see Cross versus McIntyre. But what was your moment of the night from this episode of SmackDown? Moment of the night? Um... Hmm. <laughs> Probably inducting Solo into the bloodline. Okay. 
Yeah. You liked seeing that. That was cool. Um, I'm surprised they didn't save that for the ending of the show. Like they just had a match. I would I would have thought they would have saved that. And I would I, mean, I wish Roman would have been there too because I want to like hear what he has to say about his younger cousin. You know. But yeah, I, apparently, I, apparently he's out for like three to six weeks or something. Oh like, god, he needs to come back soon. I for me, my favorite moment was uh seeing Karrion Cross come from behind and attack Drew McIntyre. That was unexpected, and uh, I was happy to see that. I thought it was very interesting and very cool. But speaking of interesting and cool, we will be dropping our Monday Night Raw recap shortly as well. That was from September 12th, 2022, and that will be dropping soon. We have Friday Night Smackdown on Friday, September 16th. A lot is happening. Extreme Rules is coming up soon. Carlos... (laughs) Thank you for joining me, my friend. And uh, I want you all to stay safe and make sure you subscribe, like, hit the notification bell on YouTube. Just search the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast. Leave us a comment. Let us know. We've Our, la- our latest video got 1.9 thousand views. So thank you for that. Uh, you could also check us out on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast and give us a five-star rating. All right, Carlos, thank you for joining me. Everyone, be safe and uh, stay uncensored, and we will see you soon. Bye. <laughs>